0: Heard a little uh, music from a local rock band here in Indy. Prowl, right? The That's Prowl,
1: Memphis Josh Drake and the Prowl, very damn good band. This guy, Memphis Josh, is a wild man. One of the most fun bands you can watch in Indianapolis. Crazy man on stage, and he doesn't tend to stay on the stage too long. He gets out in the crowd quite a bit. Great guy, and he wants to be on the show. So fuck it, let's uh, throw a song out there. Let's introduce him, and uh, let's get him on as a guest here soon.
0: That's why I heard you told me you want to be on the show. so I thought, what the hell not? Put a little bit of his music in the yeah, in the you, show and mix it in there. You know, I'm all about local artists. So, yeah,
1: uh, opened up for uh, Moxie. I shouldn't say opened up because this was a combination of the Prowl and and uh, among the compromise and of course the debut of Moxie at Radio Radio past weekend or a couple weekends ago. Once this comes out, these guys got the got the whole crowd going. Amazing band. Their their home stage is at. Melody Inn, which is, if you haven't been to Melody Inn, you have to get down to Melody Inn for a rock show. Uh, great bands, great music, a cool atmosphere. Memphis Josh Drake and the Prowl. We'll have them on soon. Go how's see a,
0: them. How's a Melody Inn's uh, crap beer selection?
1: They have PBR.
0: That's all that matters, right?
1: I don't know what other beer Depends they on have the in there. the show. I have no idea what they have in there, but they have PBR, so I'm, I'm fat and happy. There you <laughs> go. Good music, good beer. I'm good. You know,
0: and I want to throw this challenge out. I know we do have, a, we do have some local artists out there that actually listen to the show. Um, I'm going to throw down a little challenge for them. I would like a local artist or artists to write, a, write and produce a theme song for the Blind Pig Confessions. And if they do that for us and we like the song, we will give them... Uncanny amounts of love on the show.
1: It's a good challenge because it's kind of a hard thing to write for, I would think. Yeah. To write a theme song for. Right. How do you... It's this is the blind pig confession, so it's going to be a unique challenge. Yeah. We'll definitely have you on the show. That's for damn sure.
0: Absolutely. And, I just think it'd be fun for... The, and and this, is, this is not a, like, we can't pay you money, but this is just like one of those, hey, just for fun, can you... Take your talent, because these guys that are local bands, they have so much talent. They usually write their own songs, produce their own stuff.
1: Indianapolis isn't short of talent in the music scene. Right.
0: So who out there wants to take this challenge? Write a song about blind pig confessions, anti-prohibition, craft beer, kind of encompass what we are into a song. I would love to hear it. I would absolutely love to hear it.
1: I'm going to place a bet on that right now and say one of the the first entries may be from Dos Ringos. You think so? It may be.
0: Audio Dacity is another band that listens to us.
1: And another one of my all-time favorite bands in Annapolis. these guys are amazing. If you haven't seen Audio Dacity, holy shit, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're
0: they're they're good. Um, hopefully you're your guys from uh, this band that you just told me about and I The
1: Prowl. <laughs> I've
0: been drinking, so I apologize. The Prowl, uh, Mr. Memphis guy.
1: You won't forget him when you see him.
0: Uh, and probably not. You know me, I do like the music scene. I've been a DJ for 20 plus years, so I do appreciate good music as long as as well as good drinks so but i definitely i'm gonna throw that challenge out there i talked to a uh, young guy at work the other day he uh he's a starving artist he's only working at the store because he's trying to make money to produce music and i said man i'll tell you what i'll put you on the show i said i'm gonna give you a bigger challenge write a theme song for it because we're looking for somebody to wow us with a theme song
1: i write i wouldn't know where to begin to do a theme song for this show,
0: I know I I, I would ju- I think I would be impressed and give love to anybody yeah. who turned in an entry to be the official theme song of the Blind Pig Confessions. I give I right. give them all love, get them all on the show. If, if you at least put in an entry, we'll get you on the show for trying. Oh yeah, you know, and then we'll uh, we'll listen to it and we'll uh, we'll put out a winner and oh, yeah, and yeah. you can drink for free on the show when you're on too. So that's a bonus. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, so you're getting extra beer there. So yeah, yeah, because we we tend to drink a lot of beer. during The
0: show. <laughs> the challenge there is
1: what are what
2: are
0: our. Uh, what are our criteria here? We want it to say blind con- pick confessions at least a couple times.
1: Yeah, somehow. I don't know how that will fit. I don't know how they'll fit. That's I mean. I, I think that's... that's
0: but that's why it's a challenge.
1: Exactly. And we don't want to make it we, easy. That's why we're not doing it. Somebody, yeah, we don't want to say, oh, we'll
0: just write us a song that mentions craft beer once. That's not a challenging. No. I no, want...
1: it's got to be a theme song. So obviously it's got to somehow get the name in there. Uh, it's... Gotta be ab- about crap beer and American. We want it to be about bourbon and whiskey and and, and uh, prohibition, spirits. anti-prohibition. You don't, but ha- it doesn't have to say anti-prohibition. I mean, obviously,
0: I think it does. I think at some point, at least really once, getting... anti-prohibition has to be mentioned at some point, even if they just stand up in the middle of the song and they scream "fuck prohibition." Somewhere,
1: or if they're smart, just the anti-prohibition song, and
0: yeah, something. <laughs> but I'm just saying, somewhere in there, it has to mention that we're against prohibition. So, blinding pick confessions, anti-prohibition, and craft beer, and then the fact that we do other spirits like whiskey and rum and tequila. And you don't have to mention all of them, but we do a lot more whiskey, probably. And uh, absinthe is another one we do. So. Be creative. I mean it doesn't have to mention all of them but I think
1: if if you can get if you can hit craft beer and, and whiskey or bourbon, I think you're good to go.
0: And anti prohibition.
1: Yeah. No, as far as the alcohol yeah. is concerned. You don't have to put in every freaking...
0: Yeah. Bathtub gin, you can throw that in there, you know. I don't want to make it too complicated. So here's the bottom line. Blind pick inventions, anti prohibition and throwing a couple of uh alcohols and craft beer and uh, you could definitely be entered to be our official theme song. so <laughs> Theme songer. Theme songer. And we'll give you credit, like, on the show when we play it.
1: We'll have to come out and do it live.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have we, them play it live to on the, the show. A cool well, version. A release party. We have to have a big release party for this. Oh, yeah. For our theme song. You know, lots of free booze for them and alcohol. and
1: Absolutely.
0: Hell, we may have to go out to a bar live on location and, and make it a big, big huge party with a live studio audience and, and whatever else. Because we've always talked about doing that once or twice, too. So... Uh, I'm sure Bill Smythe over there at Claude's would let us uh, have a night over there where we could have a studio audience and drink his delicious beers. He better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm there four days a week. He better let us throw a party there.
0: So that's what I'm thinking, you know. Call it our uh, our official theme song coming out party. or well, I don't want to say coming out party. That might get Cowboy a little hey, aroused. <laughs> 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 our official theme song dedication party. There we go. There you go. So... Local artists and get on it. Let us know what you can come up with. Um, this episode is is mostly going to be about uh, local. We we start off with a local band because we want to talk a little bit more on this episode about local beer, local brews, um, even local fun beer related places to go. You know, we we have everything in Indy. We have you know Sun King, which is huge, all the way down to Saint Joseph, which is in a. It's wow. I'm stuttering. Uh, it's in a Catholic church that has been renovated, and the uh, beer tanks sit right up on the altar. It's cool. It's different. makes sense to me. Catholics like to drink. We like to drink, so why not put a brewery in a Catholic church? Uh, there's, there's just all sorts of breweries here. Blind Owl is a unique brewery. Uh, Black Acre is a unique brewery. Tin Man down in Evansville that produces a lot of great beers is a good brewery. Upland. There's, there's just so many good breweries in the Indianapolis area that I could go on forever. And hopefully at some point, Brendan will jump back in here and <laughs> talk a little bit about some of them.
1: i trying to get my beer. So the first beer we're going to have on this show is not from Indiana. <laughs> is this the one you brought? <laughs> yeah. Oh. We won't talk about just Indiana breweries since we're going to drink a little rogue porter.
0: We don't talk about just Indiana
1: breweries. We talk about mostly <laughs> craft
0: breweries. Um, will put it that way
1: rogue is one of my favorite breweries out there I know we've had rogue on here before they did make probably one of the worst beers we've ever had on here was a sriracha. but I love mocha Porter by rogue
0: it's pretty good Brennan knows it's one of my favorite lines
1: um, I uh, I cook this is one of my secret ingredients in my chili is their chocolate porter and their chocolate or their chocolate stout very good beer
0: I like it I do I like it a lot uh, it's got the the mocha flavor but it's not as overpowering as like the Saint Joseph's or the Java mm-hmm. Mac. It's it's much more of a subtle mocha flavor than or, or I, guess, I shouldn't say mocha cuz mocha is actually coffee and
1: chocolate. We talked about this in our last episode a little bit. Porters and stouts can it's sometimes hard to differentiate the two. Mm-hmm. To me this is one. I, I think this tastes more like a mocha stout. I agree. It, it's more dry. It's got it, the more it the, have the it's got more of the, of the flavors of a stout. I, I love it. I think it's great. I would call it mocha stout. <laughs> uh,
0: mocha mocha is typically a chocolate coffee flavor. To me this almost has a dark chocolate light coffee dark flavor. Dark
1: chocolate, a little bit more bitter.
0: Yeah, then it does a straight chocolate flavor. And the, the the bitterness to me, it has the bite at the end, but it's not that lasting bitterness that you can't get out of your mouth. Right. Like an IPA where you, it, it bites you and it stays there on the tip of your tongue for till you're done with the beer basically. It, it hits you with a little bit of bitters, and then it smooths off, and it's it's clean. It goes away.
1: doesn't stick to you like Cowboy.
0: No, or in you like Cowboy, depending on where you are and <laughs> what's going on.
1: He gas-checked you oil-checked you one time.
0: And deep. Still have scars. <laughs> Surprised I didn't have to get stitches. That was a uh, running, flying, well, fast-walking, swing upwards. Yeah, it was. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'll have to go sit in the corner and cry again.
1: Uh, No, Rogue is cool because it's one of those crap brewers that really push the envelope. They do so many different styles of beer, um, and they do some crazy shit. Like, again, some knock you out. I think this is great. I love their chocolate stout. But then they do... Something like Sriracha, which is what the fuck was that? Well, you guys all you
0: guys all like their peanut butter bacon donut, whatever. The, Voodoo thing. Donut,
1: the Voodoo Donut is an incredible place, and they again they do a line with Voodoo Donut, and they do some. Uh, there, there's a whole line of those beers, I think. Which That's I think we've Rogue. Had two of them. Rogue, no, but, the, but it's Voodoo Donut is who they're working with. Oh, um, and they do a bunch of flavors of their donuts. I love that peanut butter. I thought that was amazing. See and you know, I I couldn't had, stand they it. They have like a pretzel one or a chocolate pretzel, one, I didn't think it was that great. It's hit or miss to each zone. But sriracha, I don't I would love to see somebody who liked that sriracha. Somebody must because they made it. And they they sold it. <laughs> they put it out there and it's still on the shelves. Unless it's the same bottles. <laughs> or somebody's really buying that stuff. I don't know. But that was to me a big miss for Rogue. <laughs> I would never. I want will to go give near them credit for again. the
0: marketing genius behind it because if you see sriracha in a beer, you're gonna buy it to try it. Cool bottle. You may not buy it again, but no, you'll buy it to try it. No,
1: I may buy one to throw on a shelf and never drink. Right. Or maybe be good in twenty years when it. <laughs> <laughs> again,
0: we talked about it last episode, but maybe, it tasted like a beer, and then it burns your throat. It was like surprise. I'm gonna burn out your esophagus. Maybe cook with it, and you could probably cook with it. I bet a chili would be really good with it, or
1: your, your carne asada and. Marinating some rogue sriracha beer—I don't know. But, yeah, you uh, could
0: definitely. Um, it would probably actually be good in a in a cheddar soup. Take the cheddar and the uh, rogue sriracha, give it a little spice to it. So we'll it's probably, a cooking beer. It, I think it'd be a great cooking beer. It's a very good point. I think it'd be a great cooking beer. Not so much I've, drinking. I've had
1: some whiskeys like that. The Crown makes that, uh, and, and also Jim Beam's got a uh, that maple whiskey. To me, it's just horribly disgusting on its own. But I've used it to marinate fish, salmon in. Oh, oh, man. Awesome. It's cooking whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't drink it. It's way too Well, a lot of sweet.
0: people use sherry to to cook with, and I've tasted it straight, and I'm not a fan. No. But it does put, add good flavor to food. Um, <laughs> you know, my wife uses Captain Morgan all the time to make uh, rum cake, but you couldn't pay me enough to drink a glass of Captain Morgan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, But her rum cake yeah. is
0: fantabulous, so...
1: Are any of us on the blind pig rum drinkers? I don't think they are.
0: Uh, I drank too much Bacardi when I was, uh, yeah, I when I was a 21-year-old high school student.
1: I never got into the rum and coats. And it's just way too damn sweet.
0: Yeah. See, I, I don't like sweets, so no. I'm not going to – I would never be into – back then I used to drink, when I was 21 years old and still in high school, I used to uh, <laughs> drink rum right out of the bottle. So.
1: Well, you'll drink anything then.
0: Yeah, I drank it. Yeah, it didn't matter. It was whatever it was cheapest at the liquor store when I sent the – Older person who I won't mention to get that beer for me or booze for me. Twenty one. They were also twenty one, still in high school.
1: I didn't have my, you didn't have your license yet. Yeah, you didn't have your ID.
0: I didn't have an ID yet because I didn't get my driver's <laughs> license. I was too lazy to go to the BMV to get my uh, state ID, so I had to have somebody else that actually had a license get it for me. But anyway, yeah, that was that was a few years ago. That was what twenty years ago for me, ish.
1: Yeah, I would drink anything back then. Now we've a little bit refined and more
0: refined, and I've never uh, I've never been a whiskey fan. I, in fact, I've always uh, said I will never ever ever enjoy whiskey. I will never like whiskey. I'll never try any more whiskeys. And then Brendan came around. <laughs> well, first the uh, the first time I enjoyed a whiskey was, and Brendan's going to laugh at me, went down to Gatlinburg, and they have they make their whiskey down there, and uh, I tried some flavored whiskeys some cookies and cream whiskey and whiskey stuff in tennessee that's not i wouldn't say it's probably not real whiskey but i liked it it tasted good it was flavored whiskey and i was like yeah you know i can handle this then i got up here and we did our first ever podcast on blind Pick confessions and i bought a bottle of Cuddy sark prohibition edition only because it said prohibition on it tried it and i was like you know this is kind of peppery and it's got a lot of uh like chai flavors in it and i kind of like it it's a little spicy uh and then brendan's like okay I'm going to get this motherfucker to drink some whiskey. <laughs> uh, we tried a couple other ones. I was like, I'm not a fan. You know, Jim Jack, not a fan. Uh,
1: then today, he brought over this bottle, and I actually, it's, it's pretty good. And that's why, again, I, I I got your flavor profile when you said you liked that. You, I, that Cuddy Sark to me kind of reminds me more of a, the scotches. It's got that kind of medicinal flavoring to it and that you liked. And this as well has got that peppery kick to it. This is a mixture. I, I think if you... And it's made for people who like bourbon, scotches, whiskey. If you like them, this is the this this is the one you get because it's it pleases everybody. Journeyman Distillery is out of uh, Three Oaks, Michigan. We brought uh, a little of the Silver Cross today. It's very good stuff. It's the blend. It's not their high end. It is so good. Again, it's got that. It's the corn mash, but it, it's got that. You get the bourbon flavors out of it and the caramel flavors, but it's also, it also gets that peppery kick. So you can you get those flavors that you got out of that Cuddy Suck that you liked. It's the whiskey for everybody, I think. If you like bourbon, if you're the Kentucky bourbon, Tennessee whiskey, or you're a Scotch guy, you can like this stuff. It's got it for everybody. And that's why they made it. Definitely incredible stuff. Journeyman has only been around for four years, which is pretty amazing. Again, they're out of Three Oaks. They're having an anniversary party coming up. Their fourth year anniversary on October 3rd. They've invited the blind pig to be there. And uh, we will be there (laughs) with bells on, drinking some incredible whiskey. And we're going to do a podcast there. And we're going to join in the celebration because this is one of my favorite places I've been to. I I was amazed when I went there. Uh, We had some of their their clean stuff right off the cask and there. We went and did a tour. They have uh, their WR Whiskey is amazing. I can't believe how many places. You can find us all over now. You can get it all over in Indianapolis. I know up north they have it at the Century Center in South Bend. You can get it at LaSalle Grill, one of my favorite Irish bars of all time, Fiddler's Hearth in South Bend. You can get it there. Down here, you know, the high-end places, Harry and Izzy, St. Elmo, is there, they they carry journeyman. Of course, they're going to carry journeyman. It's, it's great whiskey. And you can get it at some Crown Liquors in Noblesville. Is You can get it all over town. I was amazed. I've never been to—I'm kicking myself now. I have never been into Mr. G's. Mr. G's. In Noblesville. Is, what is that? It's a liquor store. <laughs> I've passed it. Oh, is it really? I've been here since 2006. I've passed it a thousand times. It looked kind of like a hole-in-the-wall, cheesy place. <laughs> Never stepped foot in the place. Called Mr. G's, I probably just went, okay. That's what I did. And passed on Mr. by. Mr. G's, it's by It's by the Speedway there, right on, uh, what, by, I don't know, 32. But they had journeymen. So I stopped in there to see what they had. It's an awesome liquor store. Really? I'll have to go check it out. Amazing liquor store. Great beer. a lot beer. of craft beer, too? Gr- yes, great selection of craft beer, great selection of bourbons. They had journeymen, so you know they know what they're doing. Awesome place. Mr. G's in Noblesville. I can't believe I've been passing you up all this time. I won't do it anymore. Um, where's, where's it at Noblesville? Right on uh, 32. What, it was across from, like, McDonald's, right by the Speedway gas station there.
0: Oh, right when you turn left off of 37?
1: Yes. If you were coming from here? Yes, and it's on the left-hand side, right right by the Speedway. I, I right know right exactly what you're Speedway.
0: talking about. I never thought that was nothing more than a, a shit shop.
1: I thought it was a little tiny, party, dinky Three bottles of whiskey, a couple of cases of Bud Light. <laughs> That's what I thought was in this place the whole time. It's a huge store, and they, and they got a great variety of stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I said I, I'm still kicking myself. I can't believe I haven't been in there before. I'm not gonna make that mistake again. I'll be in there all the time now. Get out, get yourself a bottle of Journeyman. They have a good variety of whiskey. Uh, Black Market. If you ever been to the Black Market downtown, an amazing chef, and they have amazing spirits. They have. I don't think they have their whiskey. They have gin as well. They make gin. And I don't I, I, I do like gin. I haven't tried their gin. I do too. I love gin, so I'm really I want to go down there and try the gin. Black Market, it's got amazing food. Um uh, but again, they have the whiskey that Harry and in in the steakhouse. I would say now steakhouse. The Mouse Trap has journeyman Mouse Trap's one of my favorite Sunday beer uh, bars I think in Indianapolis. Great Sunday uh Bloody Mary and PBR.
0: They have good Bloody Marys cuz I'm very picky about my Bloody Marys.
1: Uh yeah, they do. To me, spicy. it's it's Sunday morning. I'll 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 drink a shitty Bloody Mary on a Sunday morning if I really need to to get me started. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but track's just a cool place. It's where the people go on Sunday morning. I think to when I was on and, last time
0: I was on vacation, I tried Bloody Marys at different uh, places just because I was on a Bloody Mary kick, and uh, most of them were okay. One of them was pretty good, and then one of them I'm pretty sure they used cranberry instead of tomato juice. It was sweet and syrupy, ooh, yeah, and yeah. I was like, uh. I like a what nice the spicy blackberry, with a
1: lot of hot sauce yeah. and
0: good pickle in there and some olives. She said, well, this is just the way we make it. And I talked to the owner of the place the next day, and I said, dude, you guys have the shittiest blackberry Mary I've ever tasted. Because anybody that knows Jordan, especially if I'm drinking, I turn into this really bluntly honest, just don't give a shit. I'll just It'll come out of my mouth, who cares kind of guy. And he's like, oh, I saw you are in yesterday. I said, yep. And he's like, oh, so how was it? And I said, he said, I had a new bartender. And I go, oh. You shouldn't have asked that. Dude, <laughs> your Bloody Marys suck. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, it was so freaking sweet. It was like drinking Kool-Aid with pepper in it. Ooh. He was like, well, that's not how the Bloody Marys are supposed to taste. You sure she didn't use cranberry? I said, I didn't make the damn thing. I don't know what she put in it. <laughs> she gave me a glass. It looked like a Bloody Mary, and I took a sip of it, and I almost threw up. That's all I can tell you. He's like, oh, no. they don't." He's like, next time, you know. And I was like, I didn't order another one yet. But I was like,
1: oh, good
0: God. So I like pickle juice in mine. I like uh a, a lot good of hot bloody sauce. mary. I
1: think it's hard to come by. Yeah. Most of them all taste pretty much the same.
0: I like horseradish. I like yeah, spice. Like, Got to be hot and spicy. And I like pickle juice. Like a half shot of pickle juice on top of whatever you're making. I don't care to throw a half <laughs> shot of pickle juice in there with it. Something something it, pickle juice, dill pickle juice just gives it that edge. It gives it that bloody mary feel to it for me, but you know, everybody likes their bloody marys different. Some people just like freaking tomato juice and vodka and call it a bloody mary. It's not a bloody mary to me.
1: No, it's tomato juice and vodka. Tomato juice and vodka. There's exactly. No, you no drink any of one of those. Do you know who I am? I'm the chicken, you bitch?
0: So, yeah, a good Bloody Mary to me, it, it's got to have the spice. I, to people that just drink it with vodka and tomato juice to me is disgusting. It's, I, I don't get it. I don't really like tomato juice. I like spicy V8, and I've always thought that spicy V8 would make a great Bloody Mary as long as it had some horseradish because I think horseradish is a big part of Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. So many places don't use horseradish. Oh, people hate horseradish. So we don't put horseradish in ours. I'm like, that's stupid. That's what a Bloody Mary's freaking made with. Put some damn horseradish in my Bloody Mary or fuck off, one of the two.
1: Yeah, I, it's got to be hot and spicy. I don't want anything to do with it. Horseradish, Tabaski. Yeah. Do you like
0: it with gin or vodka?
1: I like it. With, I mean, vodka is, to me is a Bloody Mary. Okay. Um, some people I do make it with gin. Yeah, I, yeah. to me it's vodka, Bloody Mary is what it's all about. But uh, I'm not a big vodka drinker, but I I do love a good Bloody Mary when you can find them. I do too. But sometimes on a Sunday morning, we just need something to kickstart you. Yeah. When you're having a rough Sunday morning. Right. Any Bloody Mary hair of do. the dog. Little hair nice, of the dog. Long enough to bask in, you can kill any good, <laughs> bloody, bloody Mary.
0: A Bloody Mary on a Sunday morning, if any of you are virgin drinkers, which I doubt you are if you listen to our show, it definitely is the hair of the dog theory. You go out and you have a hardcore drinking night on Saturday. You wake up. You're hungry hung as shit. last thing you really want to do is open your mouth and put another beer down it until you get that Bloody Mary, which has no alcohol taste in it. It's spicy. It kind of gets your belly kick-started back into life again. One or two of those, and you can go right back to drinking it, your beer with no
1: problem. Either that, or you definitely have to just pour the beer in a glass and down it. Suck it a up. A quick ones. Be a man. Do it and get it over with. People say it's a myth. Bullshit. It's not a myth. You're full of shit. Yeah. It's real. It works. It depends on care. how much you drank the night before. I mean, if you drank a it's, shitload... It's a shampoo effect. Yeah. You're going to get drunk again pretty damn quick because you're already drunk. That's when you have a hangover, you're dehydrated, so you're, you're putting fluids back into you, but you're also putting alcohol back into you. You're kick-starting your buzz back up. So... You're just prolonging that hangover that's going to come eventually. Yeah. Eventually, yeah.
0: <laughs> but so what? <laughs> you can't say hangover cure because there is no no official
1: cure right. for a hangover. You just prolong it for yeah, that you, time. A few hours later. Yeah, maybe you you slow it morning. down.
0: You slow it down on Sunday and you start tapering off instead of just cutting yourself off at 3 a.m. on Sunday or Saturday night and mm-hmm. and going to bed and then waking up still half drunk. Sunday you kind of taper off so that the hangover isn't quite as bad. You chug about three glasses of water before you go to bed. Take three or four ibuprofen and some. And, and acids and for me hope anyway, for
1: the best. typically that's the best thing to do because it is kind of not a cure, but it prolongs it. And if you you don't drink responsibly ever on Sunday, especially during football season, because you know you're drinking fast and heavy. But I don't think the next day is ever as bad. I literally have my own
0: personal hangover cure. Before I go to bed, I literally chug two to three glasses of water. I take four ibuprofens and I eat three um, tums or whatever the Mm. generic ones are. Three Toms, four ibuprofens, two glasses of water, and I rarely, rarely, rarely ever have a bad hangover the next day.
1: Yeah, I don't usually get bad hangovers. Just the dehydration crap. The worst hangovers I have is actually from this show because... I feel awful and shit like that. I mean, once in a great while, but...
0: The worst hangers I have is from this show, and that's because we mix so many different types of beer in one night. We, we go from – we go sweet, then we go dry, then we, we go do, sweet, then we, we go this, we then we go this, then we go that, and then we do a couple shots. And I mix so much shit together at one time that my system doesn't know how to handle we're it. We're talking
1: crab beer. So we're, we're, we tend to drink high-gravity beer, and so there's a lot of alcohol. It's completely different than drinking a six-pack of of. of you know, Bud and Coors. It's different and, than drinking a 12-pack of Miller Lite. I can exactly, drink a 12-pack of it, and yeah, I don't even know I drank. You're but doubling your alcohol content in a beer. so easily. It does make a difference.
0: Um, Speaking of which, our Rogue Porter does not have our alcohol content on it. But uh, being a porter, being from Rogue, uh, which is known for actually having pretty high alcohol content, such as the Rogue Dead Guy is one of the pretty high ones. It's about 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. I would say, what do you think, Brendan? 7, 8 on this one? Probably? I would say it's
1: probably in the 8 range, yeah. I'm guessing, probably, yeah. Yep.
0: I bet if I looked it up, you're you're probably talking at least seven percent, if not eight or nine percent on that mm-hmm. one.
1: And Rogue does make some
0: some good stuff, and they make some bad stuff. But I I do give Rogue credit for determination and their they push willingness the to try anything. Yeah,
1: they push the envelope. Another place to me that pushes the envelope uh, is up in Michigan. Shorts Brewery is absolutely amazing. They make so many good beers, and they have they push the envelope at making. They yeah, different styles of beers. Uh, I think Taxman, Tin Man as well in Indianapolis, they make some different, really good different styles of beer.
0: Overlord is a good beer by them. Uh, they're, even their Red Ale is good. Tin Man, uh, most of their stuff from Tin Man I really do like. I, don't,
1: I, don't, I can't recall a bad beer I've had from Tin Man.
0: No, even their IPA I enjoyed, which is not often that I enjoy mm-hmm. an IPA. So I would say Tin Man definitely ranks up there with one of my one of my favorite Indiana breweries. I mean, you know, if I was- yeah, I
1: think for me the range of the of the of their beer and I haven't had a bad beer. I, I've liked everything I've had from there. May not be my favorite style of beer, but I've liked everything I've had from them. Obviously, we you can talk our, to death about Sun King. It's one of the best beers in, in Indianapolis, and it's you know huge. It's not one of my favorites, but I love I love Sun King itself. Great brewery. And they push the envelope, and they doing a lot of stuff with a lot of other breweries. They work with Three Floyds. Uh, they have that beer. They did a combo with Three Floyds. I forget the name of it now. It Was actually pretty damn good. Three Floyds. I mean, that's one. Three Floyds is a, to me. It's another big hit or miss. I'm not. I, I I think Three Floyds itself is amazing. If you go to the brewery there, it, it's it's amazing. They have some great beers you can get on tap that you can't get in bottles elsewhere. Gumball head is the huge, you know, one of the huge ones. I'm not a gumball fan at all. I like it. It's not um, bad. It's okay. It's good beer, but I'm I'm not a huge fan. Obviously, the one everybody talks about is the zombie dust. It's good, very good. And if I if I see it, I'm going to get it because it's hard to get. Right. They've done obviously the marketing's worked, and everybody's t- it's the buzz, and everybody's talking about, it, and everybody's getting it, and it's good beer. I don't think it's by far anything special. I don't think it's an amazing beer by any means. I think it's I, I good like beer. it. beer. I like I'm it. With it's you my,
0: If I walk into a liquor store and I happen to see it, which is right, oh, yeah. here, I'm gonna grab I'll buy, it. It. I'll buy yeah. it. I'll grab
1: it. And it's funny that people oh, oh, my God, it's the best beer. No, it's not. It's all right. Nah. No. other beers they're, are better. they but... Dark Lord, if you've had that, to me, that was Dark an experience. Dark Lord good, yeah. <laughs> That was a drinking experience. You, you only have a few of those through your lifetime. That was one of them that was, holy shit. That was the one that actually made Incredible. me get religion. I remember oh, him yeah. saying that. Yeah, yeah. And we did have another one with Velvet Champagne is an amazing, amazing champagne beer.
0: Champagne Velvet is it's phenomenal. We talk about almost every episode now. That's how good know, the shit that's is. That's how
1: good it is. I don't think that's the best brewery by any means. I don't think they have no, very. I many mean, they containers. just happen to have. They put out one product but that was holy like, holy shit, shit. is yeah. that good? And if they're not pushing that, they should be because that's an amazing beer. It says
0: million dollar taste, and they they yeah. nailed that on the fucking head. It's a, definitely <laughs> a million dollar taste. Um, I looked up the Rogue Mocha Porter while Brendan and I were talking, just because we were curious. Uh, believe it or not, it is only a 5.8. Is it really? It's a low. It's low. Per- I mean, not low, but it's... it's that's a, little, just it's a little little low average, that's good. Yeah, it's in the lower range, which is good because you can... you know. Again, we don't go by alcohol content on here, but we know from sitting here trying different beers that if you start getting up in the 7, 8, 9 range, three or four beers, even professional drinkers, you feel it. You really feel the difference. <laughs> if you're used to drinking Miller Lite or Pabst or... Coors, or any of those beers, and you start drinking five or six, you know, higher, eight, nine, ten percent alcohol beers, mm-hmm. pretty soon you're like, fuck, I drink four or five beers and I'm starting to get a buzz and borderline shit-faced
1: here, you know? People used to give me a shit, you know, years ago before the craft explosion for drinking, you know, I would drink Pabst or I would drink Guinness Extra Stout, and they're like, oh my God, I don't know how you drink that heavy shit, and you get drunk, and I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's less than what you're drinking, it's got less than your butt ice and crap, but, that's well, what Guinness, Guinness was, was only Guinness. one of 5%. Guinness was made. It was, you know, for, you know, you know, Ireland, the guys get off work, and they wanted people to drink more beer. So they had lower alcohol content. The Stouts had lower alcohol content. They wanted guys to drink more beer and sit around and pay for more beers after work and shit like that. So, no, it's 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 definitely thicker and richer than your crap beer you're drinking. It fills you up faster. And it is filling. I, yeah, I mean, I, people say it's like eating a meal, but I I don't get that as much. To me, I like a rich, flavored beer. I, it, I, I guess it fills you up, but any beer is going to fill you up. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, in my, in my younger days, when I was in my, my
0: 20s, even probably up to maybe even my 30s, early 30s, way early 30s, um, it was nothing for me to sit down and drink 24, 30, 36 mm-hmm. Miller Lights in a row in an evening. It was nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, it was nothing for me. Um, and I'd be drunk, sure, but... It's nothing compared to drinking craft beer because of the higher alcohol content. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a four point two beer versus eight. You know, you're that's essentially the If you go by scientific figures, that's two beers for every one. Mm-hmm. But because it's higher alcohol, it hits you faster too. So it's mm-hmm. really you can't go by that comparison because a ten or twelve percent beer. You know, you, you chug two of those down in an hour. You don't usually drink. You're get seven advised. eight milliliters mm-hmm. in an hour. Yeah, you just don't do it. You know, so you feel it. I mean, and and this show is is very much uh, shows how that works because (laughs) sometimes we record one or two and on very rare occasions three shows we've never made it to four in one sitting
1: i would say our our fans that listen every week know which show came first and second for that night Mm -hmm. (laughs) usually
0: the third shows in the old days we still aired them but uh, now that we have switched over to the blind pig format you probably won't Not that we won't record them, but you may not ever hear a third show in a night.
1: They'll they'll be put on an after-hours. Right.
0: Yeah, we'll do an after-hours version because usually our language and our content and (laughs) whatever would uh, make a sailor blush, as they say, because...
1: Topic is usually out the door within two minutes.
0: Yeah. If you guys listened to uh, our other format in the old days, we had an episode that was about nothing but one gentleman's sperm because we were all completely shit-faced and (laughs) thought it was funny as hell, which it was funny as hell. But the conversation went off for 45 minutes. <laughs> it was a little bit
1: much. It's an after
0: hour show. The powers that be that put us on the air and whatever, uh, they, they they said that they'd be happy if we cleaned up just a hair.
1: And the powers that be would be in the Intune radio. There you go. Gosh bless him. Uh, we love Darren Snyder. He makes this all happen. Uh, and he loves us. And uh, we are on a little bit earlier now because we've cleaned up the language a little bit. <laughs> um uh, which we which we needed to do cuz now we're actually we are picking up steam and picking up more fans every week. Uh we're not just talking uh it's not poo poo jokes every fucking week. <laughs> not that we don't love dick and fart
0: jokes. <laughs> we still throw them in on occasion, you know, cuz we're what, we're still okay. mad when it boils down to it, but we try to run a little bit more I don't want to say family friendly is definitely not the word for our show, but yeah. a little bit more uh it's content friendlier.
1: It's content. Content. Until the third recording until and the hours.
0: Sometimes the, the end of the second <laughs> recording gets a little out of hand, too.
1: Sometimes.
0: If you're listening to us, y- you could probably play a drinking game by listening to Blind Pig Confessions and take bets on whether that was episode one, two, or three that we recorded in an evening. And you could rate that on the following. Slurs, pauses, F-bombs, and other...
1: We can't go on pauses because we edit those out.
0: Perverted languages. Well, that's true. We do edit those out. But...
1: If they knew our pain of editing pauses, <laughs> cowboy. <laughs>
0: you could go by nowadays, you could go by how many uh, donkey and whip sounds you hear in one episode. If it's a, Those if it,
1: are usually rants.
0: Yeah, if it's more than three or four, that was probably at least a second episode, if not a third.
1: In a good rant, yeah.
0: On a good rant, yeah. I uh, I am no stranger to rants. I had a rant once that was barely airable, and uh, I think we had to edit out about 15 minutes of a show. I'm pretty sure they may have just stopped recording it in the middle of my rant, but
1: I think the it rant ran on for nine minutes. We aired about thirty seconds of it. <laughs> it happened. And, happens and probably that thirty seconds could have been cut out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not that it wasn't a beautiful rant, I just want to let everybody know. Yeah, no, it was a good rant. It made everybody laugh, but <laughs> it just wasn't arable due to content and my choice of adjectives for the evening.
1: I don't I think after thirty seconds, even we weren't laughing. We were in shock. <laughs> all I kept I was actually texting during your rant saying we cannot air this <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> Please <don't> stop. <laughs> Quit recording this shit. <laughs> oh
0: we all have those days. We do. We try not to do as much on this show. I mean we try I say try to edit ourselves a little bit, but you know what? I'll say this because I can. If we're all adults and this is an adult show. It's so a if Reagan you, show. If you can't handle the word fuck or shit. Or bitch, you probably shouldn't listen to our show because it's gonna happen. So, and donkey sounds, yes, are usually words that are actually worse than that, or phrases, or you know, God love Brendan. Some of the stuff he's come up with, I've had to, <laughs> I've had to donkey sound him just because they were like, dude, you can't say that in public, let alone on air. I've
1: surprised myself a few times. <laughs>
0: As I said, we've all been there, but we love what we do. We have a lot of fun doing it, and you know we love drinking our craft beers and beers of all, all all sorts. We did a Beer 101 episode where we talked about all the different kinds and stuff, and my personal favorites are anything usually made with coffee or mocha, and that's usually what I enjoy the most. Brendan's a, a dark beer guy. Cowboy's not here to defend himself, but I think if I were to say, I think Cowboy's more of a farmhouse saison guy and a wheat guy. He, those, those are the beers he tends to... Oh, yeah to bring to the show and and he might be our only voice on ipas because brendan and i are not ipa guys but we'll, we'll drink them and we'll you know we've never refused the beer yet that somebody's brought um as far as trying it we've never said no we're not going to try it even if it sounds completely disgusting cucumber kolsch but we still give it a shot and uh we roll with it from there because you kind of have to i mean you got to do what you got to do so brendan's uh going what what happened to the rest of the uh we still have two more of the other ones to try. Boulevard, yeah. We still have two more boulevards to try. One's a wheat, one's something else. I don't care which one we try. But Brendan was trying to be sneaky and bring over the champagne velvet because uh, apparently this show can't get enough of champagne velvet. Thanks to one Mister Eric Stanley who uh, brought that to us unknowingly and got us hooked ever since. So
1: I think they owe us money just for the promotion that we've given these guys over the past ten shows. Uplands, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: If they were listening to our show, they're going to be like, damn, they really love that product. Uh, Pale as long Ale. as they didn't
1: listen to the first few shows before I had that product. Because because <laughs> you did slam them a lot. <laughs> I did slam up one. That's, that's
0: what was not a fan. That's what's going to happen with White Label when I go back in there and I find a beer I like and I start talking the shit out of it. And I'm going to be like, please disregard the last 25 episodes where I 20, told them all their shit tasted like dirty Band-Aids.
1: 25, 30 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Little Boulevard, another... Uh, Talking about local brewers and haven't had a local brewer on here yet tonight.
0: I'm trying to. I, I forgive the pause there. It'll be a little pause because I'll edit it no, out. They won't. But get it out. <laughs> I'm finishing up my mocha porter because I was actually enjoying it, and Brendan's like powerhousing through the beer, so I got to catch up to have my pale ale from Boulevard. So, I was um, excited. You were excited enough that you skipped over it and went straight for the champagne velvet.
1: I was excited because I had a mocha porter and I drank it. Oh. <laughs>
0: see and i was like i said i was enjoying the flavor of it i can't wait for saint joe to come back out with their their nut brown because i know you you tasted out here on the deck one night but going to the house going to the brew house and getting it fresh out of the tap oh yeah is twice as good Mm -hmm. you know i brought a growler of it and i think we damn near finished that growler but we were also i think in the second or third episode that night and i don't know if you remember what
1: it tasted like. again that's why i think a lot of Drinking a beer out of a bottle, especially craft beer, is a disservice to it. It shouldn't be. It should be in a glass. No matter what it is, um, I think it's a disservice. Now, canned beer, I think, is absolutely fine. But out of the bottle is a disservice, I think, to the beer.
0: You know what's funny is back in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, probably even in the early 2000s, drinking beer out of a can was considered Full the redneck or yeah. the white trash or the however you want to say it thing to do. Uh, and craft brewing has... Turn that around, and I've always thought that a an aluminum can keeps the beer much much colder. Colder. Uh, it's got a better flavor.
1: Better flavor.
0: It's easier to dispose of because you know you can't carry glass on a boat, or you shouldn't carry glass on a boat, on a river, etc., etc. Um, plus, the shape of them makes it much easier to pack in a cooler. You can pack a whole hell of a lot more cans into a cooler than you can bottles.
1: All-around, cans are just a smarter way to go. Wintertime, it's easier to get them in the, into the theaters.
0: Yep. yep. Not that we would ever promote that. Doing no, something we shouldn't do
1: that, but they are, it is easier.
0: It is. Um, about two cans. If you wear uh, cargo
1: shorts, you can fit about two cans in every pocket and not get caught. It's quieter if you drop one. It is quieter because if you drop one. They don't clank. Every idiot who goes to the theater and drinks drops a freaking bottle. <laughs> And they're always at the top of the damn theater, and it rolls all the way down. (laughs) And I may or may have not done it once.
0: And an empty aluminum can has less weight, so it doesn't travel as far. Exactly. Um, Now, on the other side of that, aluminum cans can be dangerous. We have a friend named Rob, who on vacation this year, (laughs) for the second time in five years, ended up in the emergency room for trying to fill the can with water and throw it back on the boat by inserting his index finger into the hole where there is sharp metal and chucking it onto the boat, hence causing a smiley face deep cut on his finger.
1: It'd be great to say that's a funny amateur drinking story. It's not. (laughs) Rob is like, what, 50 now?
0: Yeah, probably close (laughs) to it. And And he's done it twice. (laughs) In five years, twice. You didn't learn the first time, you jackass. (sighs) In his defense this year... He was on a 24-hour or 24 beers, case of beer, and whatever he had, like three hours or something to drink it. Um, he was at the end of that. He had just finished his 24th beer, or no, he finished his 22nd or tw- 21st beer or something like that. So he was pretty lit And when he did this, and uh, I will give him credit as far as he came back to the bone. Before he went to the emergency room, he did finish his last three beers to make his, his case
1: goal. I, did, uh, I do remember doing something very stupid, but... It wasn't a few years. It was, I was, I think I was 21. I had a buddy of mine up in Sheboygan, Michigan could open beer bottles with his eyelid. That's He'd impressive. He'd stick it under there and pop that son of a bitch open. And so I figured he can do it. I can do it. I couldn't do it, <laughs> but I tried and I tried and I tried. I'm sitting in the back of a Mustang and we're driving back to my place. I must've been just 21 case of moose head. And I am trying to open bottles of moose head with my, with my eyelid.
0: Your eye socket, I'm
1: guessing. My eye socket, yes. Yeah, stick it in there, and he gets it under that bone, pops it open. It can be done. I've seen it done. I can't do it, <laughs> but I tried. We got pulled over, and I'm sitting. I'm in a Mustang, like an 84 Mustang, in the back seat with a case of moose head under my feet. There's two girls in front, me and my buddy, are in the back seat. We're going back to my place.
0: I, I have to intervene real quick. There's two girls in the front yes. and two dudes in the back. Yes. What's wrong with this picture?
1: We're going back to my place okay. to settle that mess. Okay. Okay. But I, I just, the i had was to driving. The girl was driving. They were from Knox, Indiana, so I'm not going to say names. Cause... So we get pulled over. Everybody hands me their beer. Everybody in the car hands me their beer. So I'm in the back seat of this thing sitting on a case of moose head. With four beers in my hand. So the cop walks up and said, anybody been drinking? They I said, yeah, he has. <laughs> I think I was the only one that was 21 in the car. Like, that's why they all gave me the beer. Anyone drinking? Yep, him. So I got four beers. I'm like, hey, big smile. What's up, officer? <laughs> Just me. <laughs> four of them beers. <laughs> Just chilling. We get out of there. We go to, He's like, you guys are all going downtown. We get to the cop shop. And where he's questioning my buddy and I. And he starts saying, who did you get in a fight with? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I get in a fight. My buddy Keith is laughing his ass off, and I'm like, "What in the world is he talking about?" I didn't know, but I had blood from trying to open these beer bottles in the back of the car. I sliced myself open, so I got blood running down my damn face, dried up, and I'm like, i get getting a fight? What the hell are you talking about?" Stupid cop! Stupid fucking cop! And my ass looks my ass, my face looks my like, like my ass, my face look, was just ripped apart. Now, if half. you can open a beer bottle with your ass. You need to be on America's Got Talent. I bet you... Uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the fighter. Oh. Rhonda. Yeah. I bet you she could open one with her ass. I bet she could. And her...
0: Probably open one with her... Right. This is going back to her her female parts. But I
1: think she could open one with <laughs> <I said laughs> her female she parts. She could crack my skull, I think, with her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> God bless her. The,
0: uh, the, the other word for female parts is one we've banned from the show, so... Yeah. Can't say that one. That one gets...
1: But JJ is the nice way to put it. Yes. I bet she could. It's the Oprah way to put it. She's she, she makes tough me, little shit.
0: She makes me curious. Although I, I would be afraid if I was a single man, I'd be afraid to sleep with her because I'd be afraid I would not leave with my genitalia intact. All it takes is one wrong move and she gets angry. And I Just don't piss her off. Just do what she How says. How many
1: guys piss off women? Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am.
0: <laughs> no, ma'am. Whatever you say, ma'am. And for God's sakes, if she tells you to pull out, you pull out. Because if you don't, you may not come out alive.
1: And if she says leave it in. Leave it in. You leave it. In.
0: You do basically. You just do exactly what she says. She 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 runs the show. You're just there as the pony. Pony it. <laughs> so
1: anyway, back to beer. Back
0: to beer. At least I didn't get too off topic. Um, so yeah, we uh, we are trying some Boulevard. I'm getting ready to take my first sip here.
1: Uh has been
0: drinking on it, so I don't know what
1: his thought is on it. It's a pale ale. Nothing right home about. It's not bad. It's not my type of beer. It's not bitter though no it's it's all right it's uh and we just went from mocha porter to this so you have to keep that in mind right it's a little bit a few more drinks before you can actually
0: it's a little bit sweeter it's uh not overly bitter it's a decent beer it's it's drinkable drinkable um better than some other beers i've had because i've had some really bad beer in my day i've also had some really excellent beer but really bad too is it going to make my top 10 or top 20 no no Is am I going to refuse it if somebody offers me one? No, no, I'll take it. I'll drink it, drink it
1: happily. But I think the only beer I've ever refused, and I'll continue to refuse, is Coors Light. See, and I'll drink a Bud Light if I have to, or Miller Light. But I would not. But I have refused Coors Light over and over. It tastes nothing. Has no beer flavor to it. I don't understand it. I don't understand. I understand why it's so big. I guess it's horrible. Gir- if you don't like beer, don't drink it.
0: It's a, I don't want to say a girly beer because I know a lot of girls that can actually drink as much as I can. Yeah,
1: it's, 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 it's for people who don't like beer. It is. If you don't like beer, drink something else. You don't have to drink beer.
0: It's a beer that is tolerable by people who really don't like the flavor of beer because it's so watered down. People say, oh, the Silver Bullet is the best thing in the world. I'm like, no, it's, it's not. It's, it has no taste. I drink Miller Lite, my go-to. Brendan drinks Paps. I know Brendan's not a light guy. Miller Lite, to me, of all the light beers, has
2: but it the like, most it, flavor. It, it, it has it a beer like flavor. Beer.
1: I think, to me, M Still Lite has the most beer flavor to it. Still don't, I still don't like it, but I think if I was going to – if I was – Dr. City got to switch to light beer, I would – Drink Gamstel for a few months and slip my wrist, but <laughs> but I, I don't I don't care for it. But Coors does it's just no flavor. It's drinking a can of water. It just makes I actually no sense.
0: think that Sharp's by Miller, the non-alcoholic version, has more flavor, beer flavor. Absolutely, I do than too. Coors so Light is so
1: I, I think they all yeah. I I I'll agree. One hundred twenty percent on that. Yeah,
0: if you want beer flavor. um the, the near beers or non-alcoholic beers have more flavor than Coors Light. Get yourself an James like Coors and be done with it. You don't like
1: beer, you don't like And beer.
0: there's people out there that will argue us to the end of the earth about that, that Coors Light has beer flavor and it's delicious no, no, and it doesn't. sweet and tasty and blah, blah, blah. No, and no. I will I will disagree no, every time it doesn't. I say, no, it doesn't.
1: They're idiots. They don't know anything about it. I I'm not being a beer snob. There's yeah, nothing about Coors Light. And I, I love Coors. I think Coors is a great summer beer. Banquet. I, I don't mind the banquet beer at all. Uh, Coors Light is just absolutely disgusting. When I see an adult with it, I think they're a, f- a fool. Um, I don't I think can, I, was... I understand college kids drinking it because you don't know what the f- you don't give a shit. You're just trying to get drunk, and you don't like the taste of beer if you're not a beer drinker. But a grown man drinking a Coors Light or a grown woman drinking a Coors Light, just knock it off. Find something you like and drink it. Don't drink Coors Light. Don't pretend you like beer. Right. Drink something else. Find something. With some. And fruit. I
0: wouldn't. I'm not going to go as far as to say it tastes horrible because there's
1: no flavor to it. It has no flavor. <laughs> so I
0: can't, I can't say it tastes horrible because it doesn't taste like anything at all. Um, I don't like, Well, f- I
1: will say it tastes horrible because to me, it tastes like a beer that has been set. It's, uh, it's been watered down and set open for a couple nights. It's got a couple cigarette butts. It on. is. It is very <laughs> flat tasting. <laughs> it's there's just nothing there. No, that was, that was
0: ashtray beer. That was a few episodes ago. That I'm ashtray well beer,
1: done that
0: too. That ashtray beer, literally they, they nailed that on the freaking head. Tasted just like we were drinking beer out of a f- an ashtray. God, that was bad beer. That made my top ten bottom beers. Oh yeah, old chub and ashtray. They're right there on my top ten list of do not fucking. Was drink that Brewer we
1: laughing when he? I mean, he had to have been. Who does that? Because- oh, it's smoky
0: flavored. No, it's not. It literally <laughs> tastes like what you named it. It no, tastes it's like an ashtray. It's a-
1: God, After damn. smoky flavor.
0: I'm a cigarette smoker for God's sakes. I have done that in the morning, woke up and drank a beer that had a, a cigarette in it. I've done it. Been there, Everybody done that. Has. And literally at least,
1: at, you've at least got that butt to your lips before you realize there's a there Yeah. A butt
0: and literally that is what it tasted like. No joke. It tasted like a beer with a cigarette in it. We've
1: all had a butt in our lips.
0: Yes. Cowboy more literally than figuratively, but Yes. Uh um, well, his are usually intentional. Well that's true. Yeah, he brings that on himself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lips, fingers, whatever.
0: Yeah, whatever works for him. um And we can harass Cowboy because this is now two episodes in a row where his ass hasn't shown up.
1: I'm getting sick of it.
0: Although I gotta say, like last week's episode, I was not involved. On... <coughs> no, I was on last week's episode. There was one episode I wasn't on. It was you and Cowboy. It
1: was a couple weeks ago.
0: There was an episode out there floating somewhere. I don't, I don't know if it's even have aired. Aired that yet? No, I don't think know. we have. I don't know. In case you didn't know, we don't record live. I'd like to, but we don't. <laughs> so we record episodes, edit them, and put them out there. And Trust me when I say this. As listeners, you much prefer that we take the time to edit them because our unedited versions are a little rough. When you have a drinking show, it you can have to get edit. It, it, it can get pretty rough. Have to edit. Yeah, I watch as we're recording and I see a lot of long pauses. Unless you guys like you know having thirty forty five minute long breaks where there's no sound
1: <laughs> at all. Not that we won't do some live events. Oh we're not, sure, I can get hammered and go do a live event. <laughs> Brendan really. After the live event, we'll get hammered.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say we'll start drinking. So that'll be show one. We may one.
1: record live at, at Journeyman. Why not? Yeah,
0: and if we do, then yeah,
1: it's going to be a good conversation. We're going to have a... It'll be a show one. We'll uh, be
0: good to the last ten minutes. Then we'll start. You we're going to
1: have on, uh, Nick Yoder on there from from Journeyman, who's going to tell us all about the history of Journeyman, and it's going to be a good show. And it's again, it's the fourth anniversary party, and they're they are releasing their uh, their new single malt. It's going to be it's going to be a great time to be there. Um, We can do that one live. And we're pretty honored. As long as we don't go to Greenbush Brewery before that. If we go to Greenbush before we do the show, we will not do it live. Liquor before beer, (laughs) never fear. But we will be going to Greenbush Brewery as well.
0: And I got to say, you know, we do get invited out to some breweries, and we actually have a list of breweries that are asking us to come and see them. Uh, We just haven't got to them yet. And And it is really... Whether we like their beer or we don't like their beer, it's quite an honor to have a brewery call us or email us Mm -hmm. and ask us to personally come out and do a show there because that means they actually value the opinion of what we do Mm -hmm. and they enjoy the show. It doesn't matter to us whether we have 10 listeners or 10,000 listeners. It's the fact that people actually take the time out of their day, sit down, listen to what we have to say, and, you know, we don't care if you agree or disagree with us. And, in fact... If you disagree, we would love to hear from you. Argue with us. Absolutely. There's none of us that don't love a good argument. And, you know, I'm not saying that we'll agree with you, but if you make enough good points, you might turn one of us around to say, you know what? You're right. I succeed, and you were correct, sir. I will go with your opinion. Good luck on that. <laughs> but there is a chance that could happen. Because so, we don't always know 100% what we're talking about, but, but we you... sure make it sound good. <laughs> so what else you got, Brendan? We're talking local breweries. We're talking... Local beers. The you show have, is.
1: Do you have a Do you have a favorite local brewery? Not just the beer, but just a local brewery to go to.
0: I, I I'm gonna I'm honestly and you know I know you don't have a lot of experience with them. but I'm honestly gonna go back to Saint Peter or yeah Saint Petersburg. Saint Joseph. Saint Josephs. <laughs> I don't know what they And the call. Saint Petersburg River. <laughs> yeah. Saint Saint Josephs. Um, you walk in and it, it's it's a cool atmosphere. They have really good food. They have poutine. Mm-hmm. They make their poutine with beef brisket. Boy's favorite. Yeah. They actually make their poutine with an aged beef brisket. So it's like the best of both worlds. You get beef brisket and poutine at the same time. It is fabulous. I mean, it is so freaking good. (laughs) Probably doesn't go well with every beer they have, but it's well worth stopping to to see the atmosphere, eat the food, drink the beers. Um, I really can't say enough good things about them. Um, Even though I can't remember their name, I know exactly where they are and who they are. I just don't Mm -hmm. always remember names. Never been good with names. So uh, how about you? Is there one that that stands out in your mind?
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, a standout in Indiana, and again, I'm hit or miss on the beer, but the brewery itself I think is amazing. I do think they do uh, some amazing beers. Uh, Three Floyds I think is a great atmosphere. I love going there. It's an amazing place. you haven't been there. It may take you a little bit to get in because there is a lineup, uh, but it's well, well worth it. Uh, These guys care about what they're doing. The atmosphere when you get in there is great. Great food. Three Floyds is, is definitely a place you have to go to and experience, and they do. They, they do make fabulous beer, and I think they have a lot more beer on tap there that you, you don't realize. I'm not a big fan of their bottled beer. I don't think they put a lot of their bottled beer on tap that I'm a big fan of, but you got to go there, and they have a lot of beers on tap. That's, holy shit, damn, that's right. good, damn, that's good, which a lot of brewers do because they're, they're making smaller amounts, and they're doing specialty items that you can't get in the bottle. so you have to go to the breweries to get them. Uh, I do love Three Floyds.
0: Uh, Sun King does a lot of that too. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> at their yep. tap room, they yes. uh, they put a yeah. lot of brews out, especially the tap room, the new tap room in Fishers. It's kind of like their exploratory tap room it's where they're great. trying and they're doing
1: different stuff from from down. I mean, they're not even doing the same things from the other brewery downtown. They're they're doing the, different yeah. stuff. At the Fisher's Brewery. Super small batches of
0: stuff. And you can only get it at the Fisher's Brewery and go up there and taste it. We've become friends with them up there, and they've been on the show. And if you really, truly want to get into the craft brew scene, I highly recommend that you go out to the actual craft breweries. Mm -hmm. Don't rely on what the liquor stores or the grocery stores carry. Right. Go on site and try their beer from the tap room. They usually have anywhere from 6 to 12 beers on tap. Get a flight. And
1: try them. Even a beer you've had in a bottle again because it doesn't do it justice to having the beer on a tap at a crib. You have to go there and experience. You have to get it in the glass and do it the right way. Don't drink a beer out of a bottle and go. I don't like it. You have to go there and try it. And that's pretty much with any brewery. Even Miller. Yeah. Even
0: Miller Brewing Company. If you go to Miller Brewery in Wisconsin, their beer has a different taste when it's fresh, straight out of the tap, ice cold manufactured probably two days before you drank it versus two weeks that you get it here. It has a cleaner, crisper, fresher taste than it does when you buy it from a grocery store. It just does. And going on site to any brewery, you're going to have a different flavor palette than you would drinking it out of a bottle, a can, or anything else, even a keg. Even keg beer is two to three weeks before you get it in your possession versus going to a brewery and chances are it's been brewed probably put out within a week. Mm-hmm. because they put that fresh keg right on the tap and you're drinking it basically as soon as it's able to hit the shelf you get to taste it yep. that makes a huge huge difference in the flavors Not saying bottled beer or canned beer is bad you know it's but to me it is definitely second choice to sitting in the actual oh, yeah. brewery yep. and drinking it right off the tap mm-hmm. So you know our, we talked about the pumpkin beer uh, I think that was last episode or a previous episode Yeah, that
1: definitely should have been in a glass but then when we when yeah, we went up to the uh, pumpkin is the the aroma and you're not getting it in a bottle.
0: When we went up to the brewery up there to have the uh, the fresh one at the one we were talking about, the Pumpkin Hill up in Wisconsin, it was un-freaking-believable out of the tap. It was mm-hmm. so fresh, so good. Y- you could taste everything in it, and that's what it means to go to a brewery. So if you're starting to get into the craft brew scene, go to the brewery. That's all we can tell you. Go there. Experience it. Get a flight of their beers. There's nothing we love more than sitting down with two or three flights at a local brewery and get a glass of water, do yourself justice, get a glass of water, rinse between beers.
1: It's the same way for everything. If you're doing wine or you're doing doing whiskey or bourbon and you go in there and taking a tour, you'd be amazed at the f- different flavor profiles they have in these whiskeys and the bourbons that you don't, you know, most people, uh, they I uh, had Jack and they think oh, everything tastes like Jack or Jim Beam. And no, it doesn't. <laughs> There's a million different flavorful profiles just, just in bourbon alone. So if you go in a distillery you, you get that full, you know, you, you get on there and you get the taste of different stuff. You don't get that if you just try it out of a, out of a glass. So it's the same thing of going to a, a craft brewery brewery or going to a distillery or going to a winery and tasting different it's it's a better experience and you really do taste different profiles and they can they can explain their way through it and take their advice don't go to a craft brewery or a winery and just go all over the board you have to progress (laughs) like
0: go back and listen to beer 101 Mm -hmm. start from your lightest beer and go to your darkest beer and rinse between every one to get the full experience, mm-hmm. that would be our suggestion because you will have a much better experience if you start with a Pilsner or a lager and you work your way up to that stout. You start with a stout, everything from that point on is going to taste like water. Mm-hmm. It will because you've already ruined your palate with the strongest, most flavorful beer. And Not that the other ones are bad, but that one's going to be the most potent that you taste.
1: And don't get shit faced and then go into a brewery and do a flight. <laughs> And slam them every show. (laughs) I will make the solemn promise that I
0: will go back to that brewery with the blind pick confessions and pretend I've never been there because if they know who I really am, they won't let me in the door.
1: Oh, your your picture's on the door.
0: I'm sure it is. Fisher's most wanted. He hates you. He does. (laughs) And I'll I'll give it
1: another shot. now. But on the same token, if you're a brewer (laughs) and someone doesn't like your beer, ask why. Don't say you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't completely don't try to trash and insult somebody. me. <laughs> Emailing me you, and- if somebody if, if your people are just blowing smoke up your ass and saying they like everything you do, if that's if you have to take criticism as well, right?
0: And it's not like I'm just an average Joe that's never drank beer off the street. I've drinking craft beer. I've drank a lot of freaking craft beer. So I'm not saying my opinion is like the Bible of beers, but I do like a lot of varieties of beer. So if I go to your brewery and I say, I can't find a beer I like, you might have a problem. (laughs) Because usually I find at least a couple beers that that redeem you, and I say, you know, I wasn't crazy about 10 of them, but these two are, holy crap, wow. These are really good beers. I didn't have that experience there. Every one I tasted, (laughs) I went, but So... I will go back to the place. I will sit down. I will go in there. Here's my solemn vow: I will go in there sober, without having a sip of alcohol before we go in. I will order a glass of water and rinse between every beer, and I will try all the beers on their menu again. And I will again, after that, rate them appropriately. Some of the ratings may change, but I'm guessing some of them may not. Some get
1: lower.
2: (laughs) Some.
0: Some may get even lower because, let's face it, if I was already drunk, what scares me, if I was already drunk, I should have loved it all because I was already buzzed. And usually when you're buzzed, you don't care what you're drinking. Just saying. We've gone, a, we've gone on a little while with this episode, so probably should go ahead and wrap it up. And, uh, Brendan, what else you got for him tonight before we say goodnight on this one?
1: Drink up. Drink wisely. Get yourself a bottle of Journeyman. Join us on October 3rd in Three Oaks, Michigan for their fourth anniversary party. Drink craft beer. Keep drinking beer. Drink local beer. Buy local. A lot of distilleries and breweries are working together, so support them. Support local anything. Absolutely. Deep Pockets Foods. Delicious empanadas. Poly Boy. Yes. And we're out. Local music.
0: Local music. There you go. We're not out yet. Local music. Now we're out. Now we're out.
2: (laughs) It's a heat wave. Big summer nights. Girls are next to nothing with a look in the eye. It's a heat wave. Body's burning, out of control. We're going down.